Welcome to the Gambling Chalk Talk Podcast, where we major in the wager. Podcast episode number 269, the Tim Crumry episode. And it's a Han Solo podcast, all alone, by my lonesome, college football picks, NFL Thursday pick for you, and uh, a little bonus pick with uh, with, with a, a team local to Coach Belanger. And uh, please don't forget our sponsors, MyBookieAG. Go there, sign up, use the promo code DARTH at checkout. You get a 100% sign-up bonus. Don't forget our website, www.jeffreyblanger.com. And when you go there, there's an Amazon banner ad. Do all your shopping on Amazon and go through the jeffreyblanger.com website, and a little bit comes back to support the cost of the show. And don't forget I'm an author, the LER Mini Series, those action thrillers with a little bit of sports themes in it. And you can get those from the publisher, thewordverve.com. Or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can download it to your favorite reading device for absolutely free. So let's get right to it. Podcast number 269, the Tim Crumry episode with college football picks in our Thursday NFL pick. Here we go with college football and NFL Thursday podcast number 269, the Tim Crumry episode. He was a Wisconsin native and went to the University of Wisconsin and uh, is a college football Hall of Famer and was a heck of a heck of a player for the Bengals for a while there. Coached a little bit for the Bengals. Um, was in two Pro Bowls. Also broke his leg horrifically in the uh, Super Bowl, which still skis me out a little bit. So this is a Tim Crumry episode, number 269. This is a solo pod going Han Solo today. It's a Tuesday night. The Red Sox are nine outs away from clinching the uh, American League East. And we go to the college football picks. And I got one, two, three, six picks, seven picks for you today uh, for this weekend. Starting on Friday night, go to the Pac-12, 1030, late game Friday. Uh, You can watch while you're out enjoying yourself. Um, Washington State is at USC. And Washington State is getting three and a half points. It was four and a half. It's down to three and a half. And Washington State has played nobody this year. They've they faced Wyoming, uh, San Jose State, Eastern Washington, one by thirty or more points in all those. Uh, they upset USC last year, thirty to twenty-seven, uh, by three points at home. I believe this was a game where I, I actually took this game. I took Washington State in this game because the USC offensive line was so banged up. Um, that's not the case this year. What the case is this year is Washington State has the worst offensive line in the Pac-12. And that's going to lead to a big problem against USC. USC has faced a real schedule this year. I know they struggled against UNLV in that first game of the year, but they lost to Stanford uh, and lost to Texas. And not too good a fashion either for, for both those games, both on the road. And this makes me want USC even more. They're They're coming back home. They're going to be a desperate team. They're going to be motivated because they haven't performed, especially that defense that hasn't performed. And now they're going against a weak offensive line. I think they're going to get to tee off on Washington State. They do need a better uh, performance from uh, JT Daniels at quarterback. But take USC laying three and a half points at home Friday night against Washington State. The Cougars. Who doesn't like Cougars, right? Uh, Then we go to Saturday. I'm going to start off with noon. I'll go right down the, right. These are all Eastern time. We'll start 
uh, at noon and go take you all the way until until uh, eight o'clock at night. We're gonna go to Big Ten, Nebraska at Michigan, and Nebraska Scott Frost is having a rough a rough start in Nebraska. He I think he went six and seven or something like that his first year at um, University of Central Florida. But, uh, man, they lost to Colorado by five, and it's not like Eric Bienmi's Colorado. It's uh, not the same Colorado team. And then they lost to Troy by four points. That's just not the way you want to start the season if you're Nebraska. And uh, they've, now they get a, now they're going to get into a tough part of their schedule. They, they you know, they they should have been three and zero. They lost the game to Akron because of tornadoes or thunderstorms or something like that. And they should be three and zero at this point, and they're zero and two. And now they're getting into the tough part of their schedule. They're getting Michigan. Uh, it's a team. The, the, this Nebraska team is going to be doubting themselves. Um, they're getting poor QB play out of bunch. Adrian Martinez, the true uh, freshman, has been hurt. Uh, maybe he's he's back for this this game. It's going to be a game time decision. Uh, th- this is a potential three win or less season for Nebraska. All the road games are tough. They got Michigan. They got Northwestern. They got Wisconsin. They got Ohio State. They got Iowa. Th- those are all 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 on the road. That's a tough. That's a tough course you, know, you, you want to win a couple win all your home games and win a couple on the road and those are all going to be very tough to win michigan on the other hand they have a tough loss to Notre Dame, uh, but then they took care of business against western michigan and smu early season losses to a ranked team like like notre dame is not a death sentence to michigan i'm sure they wanted to do better and, and they haven't really performed in the harbaugh era but it wasn't a death sentence losing that first game of the year. It's better than losing late in the season. Ask some of those SEC teams last year about losing late in the season. Michigan is better on both both lines. They're better at quarterback, and I'll co the I'll, I'll I'll say the coaching is a wash. I I think Scott Frost is a very good cor- um a very good coach. So is Harbaugh though, and it's nineteen and a half points. I'm laying the nineteen and a half at home. I'm taking the Wolverines. 3.30, Bama, this line has moved significantly. It's moved over three points since the start of the week. Texas A&M under Jimbo Fisher has done an outstanding job so far. They almost upset number two Clemson at home. This game is in Bama. And for them to upset Bama, they're going to need another 400-yard, three-touchdown day like Kellen Mond had against Clemson. Um, Jim Fisher will have them ready. But Bama has been roll tide, roll tide all year. I I said at the start of the year, you know, they let teams hang around. They, that has not been the case this year. I've been dead wrong. I, I bet on Bama last week. I told you to bet on Bama last week. They came through. They've been scoring over 50 points a game, and they've given up 28 total points, 7, 7, and 14. This could be a close one, as in just win by three touchdowns. But the four, but the the home team is four and one against the spread in the last five meetings with these two teams. Bama is just rolling. They look like they're on a mission. I'm going to keep rolling with Bama, even though the spread jumped to 27. It was 24. It's already up to 27. Jump on it now before before it moves even higher. And you have to give up four TDs. So that's another one. Now we go 
to Texas, 4.30. So the, the Bama game will be over about 4.30. They'll be up 28 nothing, And you can just click back every once in a while and make sure you're covering. And then you go to TCU in Texas. This is going to be a fun game to watch. You got two good defensive lines. I think Texas has the advantage on the offensive line and a quarterback play, believe it or not. The last time TCU lost to Texas was five years ago. Texas is due to win. Texas is a three-point home dog in this one. It was two. It went to two and a half. Now it's three. Texas, the Longhorns were a team that lost a lot of close games last year. And this isn't last year. I think this is a close one. I think they pulled out. They're a home dog. I'm taking Texas over the Horned Frogs in this one, 430 on Saturday. I have one special game at the end that doesn't take place during the day. But we'll go to the 730 games. The 730 game, Michigan State giving four and a half points at Indiana. And Michigan State, that offense is just going to be too much for Indiana. Um, And then you throw in the fact Michigan State has two weeks to prepare after a tough loss at Arizona State. Hopefully you jumped on my San Diego State pick. Uh, They won straight up last week against Arizona State. I told you they would. Arizona State is a different team at home than they are on the road. Michigan State lost at Arizona State. Um, This game is for the old brass platoon, uh, Michigan State and Indiana. And Sparty is 6-2 after against a spread loss. And the favorite is 4-1 against a spread in the last five meetings. Michigan State is only a a 4.5-point favorite in this one. Take Sparty to get the old brass platoon in this one. 8 o'clock game. Stanford. Minus two at Oregon. The, the, the line play in this is a draw. Two good lines, both teams. Stanford's a plus at running back. Oregon gets the plus at quarterback. I also like that Oregon's at home. Justin Hebert to Dylan Mitchell needs to happen two times for touchdowns. That's that's a, that's going to happen in this one. Uh, upset late. On the West Coast again, just like uh, Arizona State got upset last week. Uh, I'm taking Oregon, another home dog, for an upset. I like I like, I like a couple home dogs in college in college football this week. Um, my last college football game for you before we start talking the Jets and Browns in the NFL. UConn, I liked UConn last week to beat URI. They did. They did not cover. They did not cover by half a point. I was disappointed. And now they're playing Syracuse. And Syracuse is, is actually pretty good this year. They're not half bad. And UConn's defense gave up 49 points to URI. And now they're going to play Syracuse in Syracuse. Eric Dungy, the quarterback, is probable. He will play in this one. They might cover the 27.5 points in the first half. I, you, you, you take Syracuse in this one. This is a... 62 to 21 type game uh, you will cover you'll sweat it out a little bit at the end because UConn will score some garbage points but take the Cuse over UConn just like Bayheim used to go over Calhoun back in the day before we get to Thursday night NFL let's talk about my bookie AG great place to do all your online wagering you know we major in the wager here at the gambling chalk talk podcast use the promo code DARTH at checkout, 
and you get a 100% sign-up bonus. For every dollar you put in, you get a dollar back. That means a $100 bankroll becomes a $200 bankroll. You can't go wrong with that. Go to MyBookieAG, use the promo code DARTH at checkout. Jets and Browns. Uh, uh, Sam Darnold, I, I said it before the season started. I hope Sam Darnold doesn't make the Giants regret taking Saquon Barkley. I don't think they are because where would the Giants be without Saquon Barkley right now? He gets hit before he even gets a yard in front of the line of scrimmage. And the, the guy is still doing stuff. I mean, he caught 14 passes against Dallas. It, but the living in the East Coast here, the Sam Darnold, the Saquon Barkley, the ripping of the Giants, the ripping of the Giants offensive line has been unbearable. Um, Francesa just eviscerated Pat Shermer on the radio. And what, what was Shermer supposed to do? Throw his guys under the bus? That's not going to happen. He danced around it. He pulled a Belichick, except he doesn't have the resume of Belichick. The, the Giants will be fine. It's early. They're going against another bad offensive line. Uh, but, man, the Darnold and the Jets, scary. I need, I need the Jets to lose against the Browns. And, but as bad as the Giants have been, they're still in the NFC East because the NFC East is that bad. The Redskins lose. The Cowboys beat the lowly Giants. The, the, the Eagles lost to, to Fitz, Fitzmagic, which was trademarked by, some, I believe, somebody on the Dolphins, not even Fitzpatrick himself. So the NFC East looks bad. So the Giants definitely are out of it. They could be a 79 division winner in the NFC East this year. It, that could happen. And another tie. Is there going to be another tie in week three? That'd be amazing. I don't know. There's probably something on my book EAG to, to gamble on that. You should look that up. But uh, the Giants are not the worst team in the league. The Jets and Browns are not the worst team in the league. That's going to go to Arizona and Buffalo. And I'm hoping Arizona and Buffalo face each other at some point this season. Just for, uh, you know, so that we can watch, not the Super Bowl, but, you know, the Toilet Bowl. And uh let's get to the let's get to Buffalo. Buffalo and the uh I'm sorry, the Jets and the Browns. Uh two weeks. The Browns have actually been impressive without getting a win. They tie the Pittsburgh Steelers. For all all intents and purposes, they should have beat the Saints. Uh the Browns defense has done very well. Are they gonna be able to turn over the Jets and Sam Darnold? I think they can. I think they can. And the the Browns passed on Sam Darnold for Tyron Taylor. Is Sam Darnold come in with a chip on his shoulder because of that? Maybe. Maybe he's a little bit too aggressive. That Browns defense is pretty good. They did a good job against that New Orleans Saints um, offense. Did a good, great job against uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers offense. I think the Jets are in trouble. The Jets are getting three points. The Browns are a home favorite. I can't believe I'm saying this. I'm taking the Browns. The beer will be opened on Thursday night. It's going to be like college back in the day, Thursday night drinking in Cleveland. Another thing to look at is the uh, under. Uh, on Thursday nights, the last seven Thursday night games for the Browns, the under is 6-1. and one. And another trend I like for the Browns, for the Brownies, is the favorite. And the Jets and Browns, the last eight meetings, is 8-0. and oh. So there you go. And also, 
I don't know how it's going to happen, but Sam Darnold's passing 76%. Tyrod Taylor's throwing 37% uh, completion percentage. But somehow the Browns' defense is going to win this game, and it will be by double-digit points. And the Jets will take the, take the heat off the Giants, at least until Sunday. <laughs> so there you have it. Podcast number 269, the Tim Crumry episode. Please be sure to visit the website, www.jeffreyblander.com. All our picks will be there for you for absolutely free. While you're there, click on the Amazon banner ad, buy yourself something nice, and a little bit comes back to support the cost of the show. And there's a AG banner ad there as well. Click on that. Use the promo code DARTH at checkout. Get a 100% sign-up bonus. And don't forget, I'm an author. The LER Mini Series, Code Blood Red, Fourth and Dead, Squeeze Play. You get them directly from my publisher, thewordverve.com. Or if you're an Amazon Prime or Kindle Select user, you can get it downloaded to your favorite electronic reading device for free. And I hope everybody enjoys the end of their work week. And we'll be back Friday with Nikki Guns and our NFL Red Zone type NFL picks for week three on Friday. It'll be there.